0: Here we go. My name is Todd. And this is Gabby. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 539. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And who doesn't want to feel outstanding in these trying times? And always remember our motto, which is that the best predictor of a child's well-being remains to be a parent's self-understanding. Even in the trying times. Even in the trying times. So we gave you guys a podcast early on Monday, I think. We did a Zen talk on Wednesday and now it's Friday afternoon.
1: So we've done more than that. We did a podcast on Sunday. We did a podcast two days later for Zen parenting. Then we did a pop culturing with our girls. That's right. And then we did a Zen talk with Team Zen, so we've been we've been on the mics.
0: You're right. We did Staying Connected podcast five thirty seven on March fifteenth, and then Grounding Forces during uncertain times podcast number five hundred thirty eight. So we have been busier than mm-hmm. I just gave us uh, credit for. So, yeah, and now here we are Friday afternoon, and um, you know. We're just here to connect with you all.
1: Well, and I I wanted to do this podcast today to give you two tools that we've been talking about, Todd and I, and we've also been talking about these on Team Zen, and I've been kind of practicing them myself um, in the midst of so much uncertainty. Um, The two tools, do you want, can I jump in, Todd? You
0: don't have to do anything.
1: Okay. So one is called Tonglen, and it is a, uh, it's like a practice, it's like a, it's a Buddhist practice. How do you,
0: how do you spell that?
1: T O N G L E or yeah, L E N T O N G. One word or two words? One word.
0: Tonglen. Okay.
1: I had to look it up to make sure I was saying it correctly because I I I do practice this, um, but not always in the exact way I'm supposed to, or that the way that it's taught. And mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to share different ways to do this. Basically, what it means is it's about Taking and sending, or breathing in, and then, you know, sending relief. And what that means is when there's a lot of pain in the world, or a lot of people are experiencing pain, this practice, this breathing practice, is where we inhale it in, all the fear and pain, and then we blow out relief. We exhale relief. Now, the reason I want to talk about this is I have for years struggled with this practice because there's part of me that thinks to myself, I don't want to breathe in pain mm-hmm. like that doesn't sound healthy and I don't. I don't want to take in something that my body can't handle and I and you know a lot of what I practice as an empath is not taking other people's energy and um you know so I want to say that right up front because for anybody who's like oh I don't want to do that I totally understand. The interesting thing is this practice it's not about absorbing other people's energy. It's about taking a deep breath for the pain of the world mm-hmm. and then exhaling relief. And it's a practice of compassion, of when you feel like what I've experienced in the last, like, I don't know, couple of weeks, I feel like it's been kind of leading up to where we are now, is there's so much uncertainty and anxiety. And I feel like I'm kind of pushing away a lot of the pain and anxiety, like, uh, like I'm trying to hold it at bay.
0: Resistance.
1: Yes. And what I have found in the last couple of days is that if I stop and take a, a deep breath of, of you know, and, and we can say it's taking a deep breath of pain or maybe it's just taking a deep breath of the moment, it it relaxes me rather than... Takes it in. Exactly. It's almost like it's a practice of non resistance. That's
0: exactly right. Yes. Um, it reminds me, and this is different, but it reminds me, do you know what movie I'm about to say of what this uh what what you're describing reminds me of? Oh gosh. I think Tom Hanks, Stephen King.
1: Oh, The Green Mile. Yes. Exactly. Because in
0: that uh what's the name of the, the actor? I know it's different. Yeah,
1: Michael. Clark Duncan, Duncan, and he, he died. He passed away. Yeah. yeah, and
0: he's from Chicago. I know, and I know it's different
1: because he got sick.
0: Because he got sick. Yeah, but that's what because they even visually show him expelling yes. the negativity. He
1: works it through his body, and and ours is. I like it in that he was a Jesus figure in yeah. the Green Mile, and he was willing to take in the pain of other people to you know heal the world. He heal the world. So we don't have to take in other, like, you know, as I said before, we don't have to take in other people's energy. I just think if we take in like a deep breath, when pain comes in, if it be the, the, the sadness or the grieving of our children who are, you know, and I want to talk about that in a second too, or just the, the uncertainty or the pain or the craziness of the world, instead of resisting it, if we just take a deep breath, breath and accept yeah our body naturally breathes out relief
0: yeah i feel like it's um i don't know if there's a difference between non-resistance and acceptance yeah maybe it's the same thing yeah
1: maybe it's synonymous but
0: that's what you know this is a practice mm-hmm. of non-resistance because you know we all are challenged right now we all at least i think we all have at least some frame of worry or fear or anxiety and some people actually are in physical pain. So it's all the above. And you could practice this with physical pain, with emotional pain. Yeah. Um, and all Kathy is, I think, going to describe is it's this is an opportunity for us to because I think it's human nature to be like, oh that that hurts. I want to stay. I don't want right. to feel that. I don't want to take that in. And what that does is it creates more unease. Correct. Disease. Yes.
1: And and what it is, is what I have found, and I wouldn't be sharing this with you guys if I haven't been practicing it for, because-
0: Were you doing it during yoga today? Yeah. Oh, I could, could totally tell. My, <laughs> I was uh, on my computer while Kathy did yoga in our living room. And I'm like, wow, she's really winded.
1: I yeah, Just
0: from some downward dogs. Yeah. Now I know that you were practicing a, breathe, a breathing technique.
1: Yes, and and I, I'm sharing it because I have pushed this technique away. Mm. I've read it in books.
0: You were resisting.
1: I've been resisting this technique for years.
0: You're resisting the technique of non-resistance.
1: Isn't that ironic? Mm. And when I was like, it's almost like I couldn't take it anymore. And it wasn't initially other people's pain. It was just mine where I was like, I feel like I'm pushing away something that I just need to accept, which is uncertainty, discomfort, um, fear, sadness, grief. And, And instead of like trying to like battle it, I just breathed it in and let it go. And I felt so much better. And you know what's funny, Todd, in my bathroom... I have a uh, something framed that I found at a garage sale. Yeah. Um, it's in our bathroom. It says something like breathe in. Yeah. And then breathe out love. Yeah,
0: breathe in. Yes, I know exactly what and, that is. And
1: I've always loved it. Like it's like this really battered um, frame. Like I said, I found it at a garage sale and I got it for like a dollar or yeah. something. But I now I'm thinking about that and I'm like, that's. That's tang Len. that is breathe in all that fear and anxiety and breathe out love. It's not, again, I want you guys to get a visual of you're not breathing the negative energy into your body, you're breathing the acceptance of the moment mm. into your body. There For me as a word person, there is a big difference because I work very hard to not take in negative energy, mm-hmm. but this is about taking in it, a reality of feelings and not just our feelings, but other people's feelings and like allowing it to, instead of, you know, work so hard to pretend it's not there, just allowing it to be. And it relaxes my nervous system. Yeah. So Tonglen is one thing. And and if you guys go back. Uh, so
0: are you going to go Oh, do you want to do one? Yeah, let's do okay. one. And this might be awful audio for podcasting because <laughs> it might be surrounded with a lot of Empty space, yeah, but that's all right. Our listeners can handle it. So okay. let's go ahead and do all it. All
1: right, let's do it. So this is—I'll just kind of do it the way I've been doing it the last week or so—is you know all the feelings you're having, the the worry about other people, your parents, your kids, your neighborhood, your community, your work, um, money, um, the nation—you know—the uncertainty, the unseen, the unknown. And you just kind of, it's almost like you kind of shake your head like, oh, it's just all like right in front of me. Right. And some of it is your fear. Some of it is everybody else's. And some of it is, it's, it's all, it's everything. So just kind of notice it. You can kind of close your eyes or you don't have to just notice it there. And then I want you to take a deep breath through your nose and just allow yourself to take in the fact that this is, truth right now, that this is something that we need to understand and look at and deal with and just take it in. And then now I want you to breathe out and just let go of it. And remember that because you moved it through, because you're moving it through, there's now love and compassion and acceptance and understanding coming out with it. So let's do that one more time. So I'm not talking over it. So you're breathing in all that uncertainty, but as you breathe it out, it's almost like now it's surrounded by compassion and love and understanding and acceptance. Can I have
0: one caveat before you do it? This is not about tomorrow or next week. This is about in this now moment. Right now. Just this moment. Can you breathe in this discomfort? Yes. And then breathe out the love. So breathe it's not, out the love. So it's got nothing to do with where you are right now.
1: It, it has everything to do it with. Has it has
0: everything to do with where you are right this moment and nothing about what's coming or what no. has been.
1: It's momentary As you're sitting
0: relief. in your chair. Yes or is walking right now.
1: So everybody, as I said before, just notice and then just listen to Todd and I cause we're gonna breathe. So ready? And then just know that not only are you accepting but you're breathing more compassion and love into the world. Mm-hmm. So resistance creates resistance. Compassion and love creates more compassion. So if you look this up, this Tong Len, the description, as I, you know, as in every book, every author, every article is a little different. And sometimes people people say it's only for other people. You're only doing it for other people. It's only a, an act of compassion for others. I have, for myself, utilized it as much for me as I have for others because I believe it's completely interconnected. The more I have compassion for myself, the more I am having compassion for others. So I just want you to know if you read something a little different, that's fine. And if you find something different that works better for you,
0: use it. To that end... Um, there's all these different styles and types and disciplines of meditation. Right. Some people go on weekend retreats of meditation. Some people like me who has a 10-minute meditation practice. For me, what I want to invite our listeners to do is this is not about sitting on a cushion or in a chair for 10 minutes in the morning or night. This is in the midst of whatever you happen to be going through, just do one breath of acceptance. Just, just. It's not about 10 minutes. It's not about a weekend. It's about... Can you do this for one breath? It reminds me of, there's a Google guy who, there's a guy who was hired by Google to teach calmness and presence and his invitation to his students is always like, forget about anything else, just if you can do one breath of acceptance a day then you're fine.
1: Right. And imagine multiplying that. You don't have to, but imagine. And here's, you know, for those of you who have young kids at home or teenagers or college kids or a kid who is just about to get married or whatever it is, all these people, all of our children who are grieving their, you know, normalcy being gone is if they're being angry with you or frustrated or they're sad for you to be able to sit there and breathe in what they're experiencing and then Breathe out compassion. I almost feel like when I just did it in my own mind, like me doing that with my girls, it would almost be like, yes, yes, I get it. And I'm sending you nothing but love. Mm. You know, and you don't have to say those things out loud to your child, but it keeps you from being reactive to them or telling them why they, you know, sometimes, you know, when our kids are, are feeling a certain way, um, our first instinct is to say something like, well, you should be grateful you have this, or, you know, what do you expect? Or everyone's dealing with it. And we kind of like push away what they're feeling. And right now is an opportunity to... It's not take on what they're feeling. Please know the difference. I'm not saying take it on. I'm saying breathe in the acceptance Mm. of what they're saying and feeling. So
0: you're not breathing in your kid's entitlement, Mm -mm. your kid's anger. You're not breathing that in. You're breathing in the acceptance of that energy.
1: Exactly. You are when they're saying these things, instead of pushing away what they're saying, breathe in what they're saying And when you're breathing out, it's like a relief, like, okay, now I understand. Mm. Now I I didn't take it on for you. I'm not processing it through my body. I'm not solving it for you. I am accepting
0: what you're saying. And I want to say it doesn't require you to be uh, sitting on a meditation cushion or being outside with the birds chirping. You could do this while your kid is screaming. Of course. And and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to... uh, You have... In some ways, it's even better when you're not in the serene moments, because well, that's when it's probably most useful is when you're getting upset by somebody else's upsetness.
1: Because let's think about what that is. If a kid is crying or screaming or angry at you or annoyed at you or rolling their eyes, we want it to stop, and we think to ourselves that shouldn't be happening, you shouldn't be doing that, that's not okay, that's disrespectful. You're pushing away, you don't want them to be doing what they're doing. But if you instead just breathe in all that you're seeing and then breathe out relief, the relief is for you and for them.
0: Well, what I was going to say is so interesting because you're not, uh, if you think about it, when your kids are screaming or there's chaos. It's not that they're doing it. It's your internal
1: experience experience of Mm -hmm. it.
0: That's really what we're trying to talk about here. Well,
1: and this is what's so interesting. There is nothing that we're saying right now that those of you who have learned how to breathe or meditate or practice any kind of stillness don't know already. Mm. It's just giving it kind of a different vibe and a different name and a different reason because I feel like, like I said, I I pushed against this practice for so long and then when I started doing it, I was like, oh, this is relief.
0: I think the most important part of this whole thing is that it is not the, the stimulus By itself, which is screaming kids. So you're not taking the screaming kids in or the worry about money in. It's the, accept- and I know I just said this, but it's the acceptance of that. It's not the event itself. No. It's your experience with it. Right. That's what it and is. And
1: then bigger picture, you know, micro is something happening in our home with our kids. Macro is when you're watching the news or looking on Facebook or reading, you know, reading something in the paper about how many people are struggling or, or challenged, to breathe that in, not as yours to take on, but as an ability to have compassion. Because when you pull that through, when you take that breath, you feel the compassion for everybody. You allow yourself to feel, I, I, this is, it is what it is. And when you breathe out and you have a relief, love comes and open heartedness. Because in a time like this, of hoarding toilet paper, we have to keep our hearts open. If we start to shut down with fear and we start to be closed minded or we start to be only focused on our home and our people, then that's when things break down. We have to practice being open and loving toward all. And this is the practice no matter when it is, even when years have gone, you know, even when we're past all of this, this will still be true. But this right now is is such a vital time to practice keeping your heart open even though it can feel scary and uncertain, this is the
0: time. Yeah, did you have any other things that you wanted to share? Yeah,
1: another thing that came up with in our Team Zen talk was, uh, you know, I've been looking on, on Facebook and social networking and a lot of people uh, near and far, people I know and people I don't, are posting a lot of schedules for their kids. And, you know, this is what I expect my kids to do and I'm not letting them sleep in and they need to do work and they need to do this and kind of trying to maintain some kind of schedule. Um you know, that maybe they would have maintained a week or two ago. And I understand the desire to do that because we want normalcy. Uh, Human beings crave normalcy. Routine. Routine, structure. We love it. Um, And I get that, and that's human behavior, and I have a lot of it myself. Um, I would just like to maybe extend the idea that in in a year or two or six months from now or whenever, when you look back on this time, how do you want to perceive yourself? And how do you want to remember how you interacted and responded to what was happening? And I don't mean that you have to be out and about, you know, delivering meals, even though that's important too. And for the people who are doing that, thank you. Um, but I mean, how do you want to, do you want to remember that you kept a stringent schedule for your kids? Is stringent the right word? Is sure. That- And that you made sure they did their e-learning on time and that everything was perfect and done? Or do you want to remember that you sat with them and let them have some time to grieve? Because even though you feel overwhelmed as an adult, our children and their lives are grieving too. There's a lot of – I know that some of the younger kids are like, yay, school is over. But that wears off Mm -hmm. after a while where they're like – I want normalcy, or I want a play date, or I want to, I, why didn't we get to go to Disney World, or why are we not going to the beach? or? And can we allow our kids to have that grief and not try and put busyness and schoolwork on top of that? Yeah. And I know for many, I mean, believe me, I'm reading, you know, people I know well who are saying, this is what we have to do, and we have to make sure, I, I understand it's not that education isn't important, it's that for a week or two, can it be less important?
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Like we've loosened the grip quite a bit sure, for our kids this course. week, and I'm sure as this time goes on, we will adjust accordingly. Of course. But the you know we're just like you know, <laughs> this is self care time. Yes. For me.
1: Yes. And for if, us. And if
0: I'm you know dropping the hammer, saying oh off your, off your technology, you know it's funny. I just listened to a Rob Bell podcast where he's talking to Kristen, and it's he's like. Thank goodness for technology. Thank Thank goodness goodness. for screen time. Because I'm the one that has demonized it because, you know, without getting too into it, like, you know, I get annoyed when my daughters are on screen time too much, mostly because I don't look in the mirror myself to see how addicted I am. Um, But if this screen, if these screens were not available, it would make this time, in my judgment, a lot more challenging. Exactly. Because not everybody lives in a climate where it's 60 degrees and sunny. No. No. And yeah, kids can go out and play for a while, but even that gets old. So
1: And being able to, you know, like every morning I've been calling my mom and FaceTiming with her because right. she's in like an assisted living place and I can't go there. And to be able to see her face and talk to her, like, thank God for that. My girls have been able to, you know, have some, you know, FaceTime with their friends and, you know, obviously all the texting and Snapchatting and connection that way. And, you know, and, and here's the thing, of course... In, when e-learning, and for some people, e-learning has begun. Mm. Um, like I'm teaching my Dominican classes now online and I know there's some communities who started e-learning right away. Um, but for us, where we live in Chicago, it, hasn't begun yet. it starts after our spring break or for some it starts on Monday. For yeah. us, it starts in a week and a half. Um, so we will have to have some kind of schedule then. Sure. But even then, it's not going to be like school. Yeah. I'm not going it, to... It's going... And why? Because a lot of our energy right now is being burned up through uncertainty and change and discomfort and helping other people and making sure we stay healthy. And we can't have the same level of energy that we had a week or two no. ago. We need more sleep. So if your kids are sleeping till noon, um, I know they're not going to be able to do that forever if they're e-learning, but maybe let them catch up.
0: Yeah. I could see like a physical growth spurt happening Me too. collectively amongst t- teenagers. you are going to grow. Because we get these kids up at 6 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And our kids are going to bed a little bit later, but they're sleeping till 11 a.m. And I know. I'm sure the body's like, wow, haven't been able to do this in a while.
1: Well- How about for those of you who have gone through trauma or grief or struggle in wherever you are, aren't you exhausted?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And haven't you been exhausted when you're going through those struggles? You just want to sleep and lay down because your emotional... The emotional aspects of yourselves are working overtime. And that's just as important as the physical because they're interconnected. So it is good. Like some of the things that, you know, some of this minor structures that Todd and I are putting up. I was just telling the girls upstairs. I always try and give them a stupid acronym so they remember. Um, but like my my big focus is drink water. Yep. Because sometimes you forget to drink water.
0: I did yesterday. I had a horrible water drinking day yesterday. Yeah,
1: like drink a lot of water. That just helps your body keep processing. Go outside and mm-hmm. go for walks or go outside and do jumping jacks or go outside and you know breathe in some air. Um, and what was the other thing I said? W? Walkie.
0: Oh, and connect. Connect.
1: And I said connect with each other, connect with us, meaning Todd and I, like let's watch a movie together or do a podcast together or let's do a puzzle together and also connect with people, your friends, call your grandma, write a letter to somebody, like have a connection practice.
0: FaceTime, whatever.
1: FaceTime, yeah, like use all the technology so at your disposal. So WOC.
0: W-O-C. Water outside connection.
1: Correct. And obviously, there's more to that. There's movement, and, you know, there can be book reading. I'm just starting slow mm-hmm. with expectations, meaning we, you know, structure is like for the first couple of days, all out the window. We were just all trying to catch up with everything going on. And then now it's like, okay, how can we maintain while we're going through change? And then as things, Come in. We'll gradually reintroduce them, but they're going to be different. E-learning is not classroom learning. Like with my students already, they're they're trying so hard to keep up, and I'm so like, guys, just do your best. Like you know, a lot of my students are taking care of their parents and taking care of, and we're going to make room for that. My daughter was just telling me that one of her high school teachers has emailed them two or three times saying, "If you need me, mm-hmm. not." Just for schoolwork, but for emotional stability, let me know. Like, this is a time for caring. This is not a time for you know, getting an A and A P. Like I, I know for some that's gonna be like, no, it is. Yeah. We don't have to drop our educational needs. We just need to maybe put them in third place for a yeah. while.
0: Yeah. It's emotions right now. So along the lines of connect, I guess I just wanna do they're not even selfish plugs, but Connect community. We have Team Zen uh-huh. and we're willing to give that away to anybody for a month and maybe we'll extend it beyond that. And entering a coupon code uh, friend f r i e n d was that the coupon code I I, said I don't on? remember oh, I think I'm pretty sure it's friend and I'm actually positive okay so if you want a community we have a virtual community that's been going on for years there's about a hundred Zen parenting listeners that do that hundred plus yeah hundred plus so and if you can't afford it no problem just put in that coupon code um, and then the other is you know and this is more uh, personal to me um, guys are really good at isolating themselves. And right now is a time when we are isolated more than normal, and we are doing certain things in the Tribe Men's Group to create some virtual platforms, and we're going to start doing these weekly calls where we just get on and connect with one another. So if you're interested in that, uh, so most of our listeners are women. If you have a man in your life that you might be concerned about or thinks might need a little more support, this is just an invitation to either send me an email at Todd at ZenParentingRadio.com or just go to Tribe Men's Group. Dot org slash start and it's all there.
1: And as far as Team Zen goes, just go to com and you will see Team Zen as one of the, the you know, things you can click on there. Um, and the and
0: links will be in the show notes on your phone. Yes. Just scroll up on this episode.
1: And then if all else, all else fails, just like Todd said, Todd, just email him at todd at com and he can, you know, direct you. But we're just, now is a time not only to take care of yourself and your family but to build community. Yeah. No. Even if it has to be virtually, um, and you may already have community, strengthen that community. You may have, you know, I was thinking about in neighborhoods, like if everybody on every block would just make sure, like, let's say everybody took care of their own block. For those of you who live on a a typical street, um, you just as a neighborhood make sure everybody on your block has enough to eat yeah. and that you know for the people who are elderly or seniors or and they depend on something that maybe a service they're not getting making sure as a as a block you take care of them or if you're in an apartment complex making sure that the people on your wing are taken care of. like If we can just kind of hone it down to the people around us, we can get this done.
0: You know what this reminds me of? And I, we rarely share biblical verses on this show, but I remember doing a report on certain miracles that Jesus did. And when Jesus fed the 5,000, when I was a little kid, I'm like, okay, Jesus did a miracle and um, created food out of nothing. Yeah, And then I actually did some research on that part of the Bible. And as I understood it, he actually just modeled sharing in community and then all these people started sharing what they had with each other Beautiful. so like in other words on your city block there could be somebody that's out of toilet paper you go to the store there's no toilet paper and other people might have an abundance of toilet paper but not enough food right. or not enough fruit or not enough this or that so it's it's i guess just exemplifying your example sweetie is um we all have enough if we kind of Can collectively know what we need.
1: Correct. And for those of you who are like, well, I don't know what to do or I don't know my neighbors. This is like one of those crazy times we can actually knock on the door or tape a note Mm -hmm. to the door saying this is my number. Mm -hmm. If you need anything, you could go put it on every single person's door and you could be kind of the person who initially gets the information and then you bring, I mean, our block is able, you know, blocks are able to do this to organize like a block party. Yeah. So why is can, this any different? This is the same thing except to help people. Yeah, so Instead
0: of turning inward, turned outward.
1: Right. And if you run out of toilet paper, guess what? Kleenex.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was laughing at the grocery store yesterday when you went, when we went because toilet paper was gone, as we all know. But there was a bunch of Kleenex. I'm like, why? I know, you know, maybe with the lotion in it isn't as great of an idea. Yeah. But Kleenex works. And maybe people with septic tanks, it doesn't. I don't know. Does do you know anything I about that? I think paper
0: towels are a bad idea yeah, to put down your bad, toilet, right? but I think Kleenex should be fine, right? Yeah,
1: and just use only a square, spare a square,
0: spare a square. Yeah, just. I, I hear our girls when they when they're in the bathroom. I hear them <laughs> pull it, yeah. and it's like a it's <laughs> like a casino machine. I know, like nobody it, needs that much. Paper. Nobody needs that much. Paper. I
1: know, I know, I know. So this is we just wanted to do kind of a you know the two tools. The two tools being breathing in and releasing, you know, uh, breathing in the feelings of the world, but then letting it out with relief and love and compassion, uh, modeled after the Tonglen approach, not identical to, but modeled after. And then the second thing is to do kind of a future, you know, future version of yourself. And how do you want to reflect on this time? Do you want to remember that you were hard on your kids and trying to maintain a structure that's kind of hard to maintain or that you kind of let go loosen the grip and and allowed yourself to focus more on emotional well-being um, without any FOMO you know because nobody's out there <laughs> we're all inside that's right um, so you don't have to worry about missing out and um, and that we're here yeah so we'll, we'll be back
0: you. we'll do a Zen Talk soon and we'll do a podcast soon another
1: pop culturing with the girls and we'll do
0: another pop culturing mm-hmm. don't know which movie yet I think we'll the Avengers
1: R- weren't we going to do the Avengers yeah we've we'll already f- watched it
0: I know I just gotta do some research on it to bring some interesting <laughs> tidbits to the to the table. Who's
1: your favorite Avenger, Todd?
0: Um I don't know enough about him. I wanna say Captain America because he's a normal guy. And he's
1: kinda like you. He's yeah. kinda like a rule follower yeah. and it's
0: like let's just I am a rule follower and also a rule breaker. It just depends on what hat I'm wearing. So
1: you got a little Iron Man in you too.
0: Yeah. Iron Man's kind of a smart ass. You are too. No way. You used to be. Yes, I did. Yeah. All right. All right. Keep talking, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And feel free to leave a five-star review on iTunes. It helps people find us. Also, subscribe and review our pop culturing podcast, a Gen X viewpoint on movies and TV with an emphasis on personal growth and self-awareness. It's basically the flip side of Zen Parenting Radio. Do you want more Zen parenting? Check out our third podcast, otherwise known as Team Zen. One of our team members described it as an advice column meets group help meets like-minded community. With your $25 subscription, you get two live Zen talks with an opportunity to ask us live questions, plus a Facebook community where you can interact or just listen to like-minded parents. If you can't join us live, you can still access all the Zen talks through the Team Zen podcast app.
0: And don't forget about Tribe Men's Group. We have a virtual community from men all over the world. Head on over to org or shoot me an email at todd at radiocom It's an opportunity for guys to come together and talk about what really matters. Finally, I want to give a special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald head of beauty, and the company he has is Avid. They do painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Go to avidco.net or give him a call at 630-956-1800. Thanks for all your love and support, and keep on trucking.